Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. Today, I would like to talk about the fact that you can't outsource focus and how do you get yourself to do it? Sarah, kick us off. I love this topic and uh, 10 minutes wouldn't be enough to go over everything I have to say about it. <laughs> but I'm going to start by saying that um, from the way I see it, there's uh, different layers to it. First and foremost, it's uh, the art of fighting your own body rhythms, you know, because everybody has a different rhythm. There's psychology behind it too. What is the span of the focus that we can hold, provided that you don't have any attention deficiency or any other disorders um, to work with in the first place. Um, then I also believe training plays a great role in it because just like anything else, you train yourself mm. to stay focused. And there's so many different techniques available out there. Let's um, talk about that one a minute, about the training. Um, maybe we can each talk about what we've done to train ourselves, because that's a good point, Sarah. Do you, what have you done specifically to train yourself to focus? Well, one of the greatest assets that I bring along with me is the fact that I spent decades in the athletic arena, where you have to learn how to focus. It's in a basketball, it's you, the ball, and the hoop, and the only thing that you hear is the voice of your teammates and coaches. Nothing else is going on around you. Mm. Um, and then uh, my personal trainers, <laughs> so to speak, are my little ones. And I had to learn how to focus despite all the distractions or them barging in the office sometimes or dogs barking downstairs or whatever it is. Um, but just putting yourself in the mindset of, okay, let me set this time. This is what I'm going to do. And still tapping into this natural rhythm that I mentioned earlier, like what is my brain, what state is the optimal for my brain? Is it analytical tasks? Is it something creative? And then just strategically adjust um, based on where am I in the most um, optimal state at the time. Rolly, what about you? What have you done to train yourself to focus or what specifically have you done to focus? A lot of it's routine for me. Mm. Um, what day before, night before, specifically on a on a Sunday, what's the week ahead look look like? Oh, Thursday afternoon or Thursday morning, your time. Uh, I'm chatting to Robin, right? Mm. Please remember to to be on and do your hair and get a get a red shirt on. <laughs> um, and uh, so it, it, it's that sort of right just getting into the rhythm of what's my diary looking like? What are my goals and objectives for the week? What am I going to focus on? What, what do I need to get out the door this week or today or this morning to be able to focus on? And, and actually, yes, there may be other distractions and yes, that things come and go and, but actually don't keep them in your head, write them down and, and just return back to the, the focus and the item that you're working on. Yeah. Bill, what about you? Well, I know for the small business that I'm uh, intimately involved in, it really, for me, the mornings, early mornings are kind of the time I focus because it's, it's not just looking at the bank account and financials. It's, I mean, that, that's kind of a pretext for me to say, okay, you know, are we where we need to be? But it, it also helps set up kind of the rest of the day and just, you know, what else do I need to think about? What do I need to meet with my manager on? And that, that really has become the you know, I kind of get up, I, I get the cup of coffee, I read the Wall Street Journal, and it's like, all right, let me go spend some time just without any noise. I mean, as both Sarah and Raleigh have kind of intimated, I mean, you, you just, you kind of have to shut out what you know is going on. I mean, mm -hmm. but it allows me to kind of say, okay, um, and in many instances, it helps 
maybe diffuse the concerns because it's just every day you kind of look at what's happening and, it, and the thing kind of moves forward. Um, I kind of on a different topic, I was working on a project um, second half of last year. And in the meantime, I was trying to write and I had this very, it was more of a routine has been mentioned, but I kind of went to this coffee shop because it just got me out of the craziness of every place else where I could just, okay, I, I need this hour of time to just think and all right, where do I want to take this? And then it's part of routine, but it's also just helping me kind of focus in on where I want to be. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like removing the distractions, if you can, turning off your phone and your email. I think we all hear those all the time. I think the other thing that I'm hearing you, you all say is that pick a specified amount of time. Don't expect your brain to focus on something for four hours. That is not a thing. You know, if you can get 40 minutes, I think you're doing really, really well. And then have that point to get up, give your brain a rest, you know, get a drink, go to the bathroom, play with your dog, something to get your mind to change the neural pathways before you try to go back again. Yeah. I think that's, that's interesting because I've just, I've been doing some deep anal analytics today and I was properly in the zone. Um, and almost sometimes you just don't want to stop because you're there and mm -hmm. okay, it doesn't happen as, as often as I'd like it to happen. But I mean, you, you do eat through loads of, um, process time whatever that would normally otherwise take you two three four times as long when you when you're in that zone so being able to just to get in that zone and I mean, almost trying rep to replicate it and maybe that's a, a bit of the uh, what Sarah was talking about earlier being able to replicate and get into that zone is is amazing to be able to to get get through stuff yeah athletes call that the flow and I have had situations where I've turned stuff off because I want to be in the flow and, I'm, and I've missed stuff because my Alerts are turned off because I got so into it. So yeah, definitely. It reminds me of a conversation I had with a client who um, is very creative and she was struggling with the typical breakdown of a day, you know, like two hour increments. Hmm. It's like, I need to get a space where I can be in a flow and in a zone because by the time I get in, two hours go by like this and there's nothing to show for. So hmm. it can be something, something as simple as, changing instead of two hour increments you give yourself a whole day to be creative mm. um and then you also from personal experience again sometimes when you are in a flow you notice that so many things that you have been budgeting like six hours to do you're done in two and a half yeah yeah it's amazing what your brain can output when it's when it's focused bill go ahead yeah i was just um I guess in certainly in agreement with what's been said, it was, you know, in even reading your question about focus, okay, well, is this like a strategic focus where I want to talk about big things in my life or is it focused on a particular problem or opportunity? And, you know, Rolly and Sarah both were kind of talking you can get into this zone where you are focused on this and whether it's, it happens more quickly than you thought or you just get a lot more done within the time frame that you had set stuff up you're just you kind of you are focused on that as opposed to a more strategic or kind of step back well today I need to make sure I'm focused on you know where everything's going and you know I think the you know the, the challenge you have to make sure for yourself is that you don't kind of set it up in a in a way that okay now I'm making this really hard and it's much more of a process as opposed to just you know I'm focused on an opportunity or an issue and let me just kind of have at it. Mm. 
Sarah, it seemed like you had a, a list of things that you wanted to run down. Did you have another one that you wanted to throw at us? Uh, no, because uh, uh, Bill and Rolly already took care of the, I mean, mentioned the other two parts that I wanted to talk about, which is the strategic and the preparation, you know, weather preparation of just getting yourself in the state of mind, uh, changing the environment, sometimes just getting things out of the way that are crowding your mental space. And it's like, okay, it might not be the top priority, but let me just get it done so that I can focus on what I need to. Does this desire to focus not allow for spontaneity? Can you be focused and allow for spontaneity or are they mutually exclusive? I personally think that you absolutely can have both. I, I would agree. I don't think that they are, I certainly don't agree that they're mutually exclusive. I think you can you can either set your set time aside to kind of think about things or focus on whatever, but you know, as you get into something, it may lead you to a, I don't want to say it's an aha moment, but it, it can lead you down another path that you had not anticipated as you started the whole process. I know that as I was saying earlier, you know, I kind of set some time to like write before I had to go, cause I was always tied up in the afternoon with this one project. I was, it was interesting how where I started and where I ended a lot of times wasn't quite where I thought I was going. So, um, you know, I, I certainly think that opportunity is there uh, for that to take place um, as far as that's concerned. Yeah, I think a different quick hit would be what's the difference between spontaneity and distraction? Ooh. <laughs> value. Sorry. There we go. Yeah, you think value? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the end of our 10 minutes for our focus quick hit. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. Um, I do wish you could outsource focus. That would be a great thing for me, but unfortunately we can't. So I'm really thankful for your uh, tips and advice on how to create focus. We'll do it again real soon. Thank you.